I'm Amber. And I'm Becca. From cranberries to cows and everything in between, this is Forward Farming. Hey everyone, and welcome back to another episode of Forward Farming. Today, it's just Becca, Becca and her lonesome. Um, no, Amber and I just couldn't find time to get together and record this week, and that makes me laugh a little bit, just because last week we were so on top of our game, and we literally told you that that probably wasn't going to last. So anyways, uh, just me today. I am literally sitting next to my bedroom window because the sun is out and I just needed to feel it on my face. I don't know about anyone else, but we haven't had sun in, it feels like a week. It might actually have been a week. I'm not sure. But with all the snow that we got and then the cold temperatures and then last week was full of rain and fog and it's just, oh man, it gets a person down. So I took plenty of vitamin D this morning and I'm just sitting in the sun and it's warm and it feels amazing. So it's also kind of in my eyeballs, but I'm not even going to complain about that. Uh, today I, I kind of wanted to just sit down and do a little bit of reflection. It has been just about a year since I left my full-time job, um, on the dairy farm. And this past week I've been, I mean, I think it has something to do with the weather, but I've just been like blah and just kind of questioning everything. And like, I don't know, wondering if I made the right decisions in life and stuff. It's like a little midlife crisis. It's fine. Everything's fine. Um, but I just thought that maybe it would be good to just talk about. I'm sure uh, I know other people are going through similar situations and sometimes it's just nice to know that you're not alone. So that is kind of the point of this episode. If you are new to the podcast, hi, I'm Becca. Amber and I both live in Wisconsin. Amber is a cranberry grower, and I was a dairy farmer full-time ever since I got out of college. I did that for almost 14 years, and last January, like the very beginning of January of last year, I had this like aha moment that just told me that it was time to to move on. It was... It was weird and I'll I'll like never be able to fully explain it, but I just I knew. I thought about it in the past, but at the same time, like I worked so hard to get to where I was that leaving just felt very daunting. It felt like I was giving up and it was it was hard to to think about. But then I had that moment and I just I knew that it's what I had to do. And it's still it's surreal to me. It seems like just yesterday, but also it seems like a lifetime ago. And yeah, it just, it's hard to believe it has almost been a year. So that's kind of my, my story. Um, and then, so after I left the dairy farm, February 1st was like my first official day, not farming. Um, after I left, I stayed busy for the first few months between um, selling my cows. I had a, a herd on the dairy that I was at. So I had to sell most of them and kind of doing things at our farm. And what did I do? I bought, I bought like a lot of chickens a couple days after I 
was unemployed. <laughs> I drove like two hours away and I brought home, I don't know if it was like 50 chickens. It was a lot of chickens. I don't regret it though. There was a, it was actually really cool. There was a um, chicken, like an egg production farm up north. And since obviously, you know, egg production, they want them to be in their peak so that they are getting the most efficiency out of the chickens. And so when they are like, I think it was 15 months that these chickens were, so they were still fairly young, but they just weren't at like a super high average anymore. So they kind of just, they filter them out and they bring in new animals and they typically sell them to like the Amish had taken a bunch and I had the opportunity to buy some. So, you know, what else are you going to do when you're unemployed? Um, and I think Joe was sick that day too. So we did a little road trip and we went and got a bunch of chickens. And then shortly after I brought some home some baby goats. That was my Valentine's Day present. So I feel like I, I left... <laughs> the dairy and then just start started bringing new animals home but it's fine the goats I probably wouldn't buy them again but they're fun to have around they're they've got a mind of their own that's for that is for sure um so between like bringing animals home and selling my animals um I also brought quite a few home to the farm there was some that I just knew that I wasn't going to part with Sassy being one of them. If you guys follow me on Instagram, you probably know Sassy. She is, she was a wedding gift. When Joy and I got married in 2015, she was a little baby. And now she just, she's living her best life out at the farm. The original plan, she was pregnant when I bought her home. The original plan was just to let her have her calf and then just kind of let her be dry and like do her thing. We had... I, I was very close to culling her a few years ago, um, culling being like she would go to the sale barn because she's just, she's not the most profitable cow. She's kind of three quartered. She's really light in one of her back quarters and she's just, I don't know. She was kind of, I don't want to say she's a pain in the ass, but she is, she's my pain in the ass. So, so I'm just really thankful that I was, I, I, I told the breeder, I was like, let's try breeding her one more time. I, I'm just not ready to get rid of her. And thankfully she stuck. So I knew that, um, it was, it was just like a blessing in disguise that I didn't actually get rid of her and that I was able to bring her home. So she had her baby and then like, yeah, I was just going to let her go dry, but she's actually, she's such a good mama. So we decided to breed her again. And then we also brought home, Oh, probably like seven cows total. A couple of them are dry. Pregnant heifers I brought home and a few milking cows that just didn't sell. I sold most of my cows privately. Um, some of them went into auctions. And then, yeah, the rest I just, I brought home because they were nice enough that they shouldn't just go to a sale barn and like become beef. And I just... I couldn't bear to like do that. So they came home and we've got a nice group of nurse cows now. There's only one that did not take to the nurse cow life. So she unfortunately uh, went to beef, but the rest of them are doing really good. And yeah, so we've, we've been staying very busy on the farm and also this spring or last spring, 
I, so I like had more free time, obviously. I didn't have as much free time as I thought. Like you think like losing your full-time job or not losing it, but like leaving your full-time job, you'd, I don't know, have all this free time and like be bored. That was not the case. There was just, there was always something to do on the farm at home and things like that. So it really kept me busy, kept my mind off of things. And then in the spring of 2023, I had been um, experimenting with making like tallow balm. I feel like I was I was almost ahead of the, the curve on this one because not a lot of people were making it at that point. But I hated making it. Like, I don't know what it was. I, I like tallow lotion and balm and stuff like that, but I just didn't enjoy making it for some reason. So then I started making beef tallow candles and that I love to make. I, it's just so much fun. So I make candles with uh, beef tallow and beeswax and that really like all summer long really just kind of gave me like something to, something fun to do, like a hobby. I don't, I'm not one that really has hobbies aside from like things related to farming. And while this is kind of related to farming because I'm using beef tallow from our cows, like it's, it's not the same. Okay, guys, just let me have this as a hobby. So I was doing that and I still am. Could I have like made it a full-time gig? Maybe like part of me when I quit the farm was thinking that I'd be like a full-time hashtag influencer. <laughs> I hate that word, but like try to do more on social media um, and not get like a traditional job. And I, I don't know. It was like, I never really tried, but I always felt icky about it. I just, my opinion on social media has really changed in the last couple of years. I, I'm not opposed to like doing paid content by any means, but it really has to align with things that I actually use and like brands that I use and stores that I shop at. And I feel like to do it full time, you kind of have to like look away, look the other way sometimes. Um, I don't know. And so then I just started kind of getting the ick from a lot of accounts that were just like super pushy all the time. And I, I started my account to kind of educate and share like how amazing the dairy industry is and agriculture as a whole. And I guess I just didn't want, I didn't want the fun of that to go away. So I'm really thankful that I guess I didn't like turn over to the dark side on that one. <laughs> um, and I'm thankful that I, I still have my platform to share and I still really enjoy sharing. It's just, um, I, I can share what I want and not constantly like have certain requirements that I have to reach if that makes any sense so I would say in the spring I had the candle thing going I started to slowly think about what my next steps would be like what I wanted to do for a job and things like that and honestly I I really didn't know because dairy farming like literally was all I did know. I started milking cows when I was in college and then immediately after college stayed on that farm started raising the cows like that was all I knew and I I had multiple job offers which I'm very thankful for um, on other farms and stuff like that but at the same time I kind of knew like 
I, I left the farm for a reason and I, I didn't want to go work for someone else on a farm. Um, obviously if, if you are a farmer, farming is, it's no days off. It's being on call all the time. It's, it's a lot of hours and it's a lot of stress and it's, it's just a lot. And, you know, it's one thing to, to do it for yourself. So it's one thing for like Joey and I to farm on our, our terms and like for ourselves. And it's another thing to do it for someone else. So, um, I just, I knew that I, I didn't really want to work for someone else's farm again. And so I just kind of kept my eyes open with other positions. And that is when I kind of came upon like Prairie Farms and we've got a, a plant right in Dubuque. So it's 20 minutes from our house. It's fairly close. Um, Joey, my husband actually works there too. <clears throat> Excuse me. And uh, they had a field rep position open at first. And I was like, I would be perfect at that. Like a field rep basically is um, a rep that works with farmers and prairie farms. Um, kind of make sure, you know, if there's any ever issues with a tank of milk, stuff like that, they're working with the farmer to, to get it figured out and things like that. And I just, I think just because I knew what a field rep was and like what they did. I was like, oh, that could be good. So I sent in my application and <clears throat> I think this was fate, but it just, it never went through. <laughs> and so shortly after that, they had a sales position opening. Um, and it was for like Western Wisconsin, uh, office in Dubuque, like, and then traveling and stuff like that. So I, I was very hesitant to not only take it, but like also <clears throat> go to the interview and stuff because I know nothing about sales. I have always said I'd never wanted to be in sales. Like the thought of going somewhere and like just trying to sell something terrifies me. That's just, that's who I am as a person. I would never in a million years be able to be like a salesperson that does cold calls at like just no, that's not my personality. <laughs> I have too much anxiety for that. Okay. So, um, the nice thing about this is that like most of the relationships are already started. Like, yes, we have, we take on new stores and stuff like that, but it's not like I'm going to like random grocery stores and being like, Hey, please buy our product. Like I'm continually continuing the relationship that already is formed with Prairie Farms. So it's sales, but it's like more so a customer service kind of thing. I, it's hard to describe, but I've been doing that since July. Now I started and I, if I'm being honest, I, I do love it. I enjoy it. I enjoy the, the challenge of it. But sometimes, and like exactly like this last week, I I told one of my friends this. I just, I miss like being good at something and knowing I was good at something. Like, I, I mean, I think growth obviously is important. And I know that I'm growing every day, every time that I learn something. But to know, I don't know. I was really good at feeding calves. I know that as a fact. And my friend reminded me, she was like, Becca, remember, you started feeding calves a long time ago. Like, you weren't always amazing at feeding calves. And I was like, oh my God, yep. Thank you for that reminder. Like, it's just, it, I think it's so easy to to want to 
go back to it just because I knew I was good at it. And I knew, I knew that, I don't know, it was just, it was something I knew really well. So I think that's kind of sometimes where it's hard for me in this new position, just knowing that I, I have so much to learn yet. And I, I have to give myself grace on that. Like I have to give myself grace for the fact that this is like a totally new territory for me and I'm going to learn new things every day. Um, so most of the time I'm like totally fine with that. <laughs> this last week, man, I was just like, I just want to be my kid. I was like, is that so much to ask for? Um, but yeah, I guess that that's just a fast forward of, um, my life, how I've been feeling. So, I mean, I did, I've learned a few things since I left full-time dairy farming. And I think this goes for anyone that leaves a job that they've been at for a really long time or that they've been very comfortable with um, leaving. And I guess the first thing would be that, like, life goes on. It is, I think the hardest part of leaving something is just getting the words out, like, I'm leaving. These are my two weeks. Like, because for me, the fear of disappointing people was my number one thing. Um, the farm I worked at was, I mean, they were a second family to me. And so just knowing that I was going to be leaving after everything that they had done for me um, was really hard. But at the end of the day, I felt so much better after it happened. And uh, my boss was, he was very understanding of it. And a big reason that I left was just uh, with the kids. Honestly, they, they grow up so freaking fast, you guys. And I was tired of going to bed before they would go to bed, waking up while everyone else was sleeping. I was never able to take them to school. If they were sick, I, Joey would have to like bring them out to the farm while I finished chores and then we could go home. But like, it was just, it was a lot. And speaking of that, this morning, Joe woke up, uh, not feeling well. He's got a stomach ache and a fever. And I was like, well, he can't go to school. Joey had to work at 11. So I went out and I got a few stores. Um, I went to a few stores this morning and then got my work laptop. And now I'm able to work from home. <coughs> oh, excuse me. Should have brought water. I'm able to work from home the rest of the day. Well, he, he sleeps on the couch and I'm just, I'm so thankful that, that one, I found a, a job that, um, is family first. I think that is like the biggest thing. Um, since I started, there's been, I don't know, probably three or four days that we've had six, ki six kids and it's never been like, like I've never gotten scolded for having to stay home. It's like the kids come first, they're sick. I'm still working. I'm, I, I wish I was in the office because I, I can do more, but I'm still able to stay home with him until he feels better. And that alone makes leaving worth it. But like, it just, God really, he was like, Becca, you need this reminder. Like, I wish that Joe wasn't sick, but it was a really good reminder today that I did in fact make the right choice. And yeah, life goes on. Like I said, um, so I think another thing, too, is just knowing that, for me at least, like, I 
I am very lucky that we still have our farm that we live on. And like, I'm still able to raise calves. I'm still very much so connected to agriculture. I think me leaving the dairy industry and not having a farm to still have animals at, I think that would be tremendously hard for me. I mean, I know it would, it would, I don't, yeah, I don't even want to think about what it would be like, but I'm sure eventually I would be okay. But I think that that really helped me, um, with the transition to, to a new job and to something new. So, (coughs) oh my gosh, I'm talking too much and I have no water near me, you guys. Um, I'm going to wrap this up pretty soon though. I've been jibber jabbering for 20 minutes and Joe's still sleeping, but I have not eaten lunch yet. This is my lunch break that I'm making this on. So, you know, um, I think the last thing I want to say that I learned this be number three. I don't know. I'm not keeping track. Um, you can learn new things. I, I mean, like, duh, obviously Becca, you can learn new things, but I just, I think a big part of me was like having, um, Oh, what do they call it? <laughs> Yo. I don't I don't know the word I'm thinking of. But a big part of me was like terrified to to take a new job and to like do something totally new because I was just worried not about what people thought, but like I was worried that I wasn't going to like get it. Like it wasn't going to click. And I mean, I shouldn't have been like, I, I tend to catch on to things pretty quickly and I, I can be very determined in things like that, but I think it was just hard to, to, I don't know, get over like the fear of being an imitator. Is that the right word? Um, but yeah, I mean, you can learn new things. I think, uh, going into a job that I, I mean, obviously I have knowledge of the dairy industry, so that's helped me out tremendously just with like having the knowledge of how great of a product dairy is and like how versatile it is, how nutritious it is, things like that. Um, but obviously being in sales and like working on the other side of the dairy industry was a totally new thing. So, um, I just, you really have to be open to, to learning new things and to like, expanding your knowledge and be willing to be willing to take all in all the information in and um kind of know like yeah you might make mistakes but find a good group of people to work with you and to um kind of always cheer you on till till you get it and that's what I found so I'm just really thankful um for the people that I work with and yeah there, I think there's always probably going to be moments where I'm like questioning if I should have stayed at the farm or something like that. But at the same time, it was, it is the best decision that I have ever made for my family. Um, and also for my mental health, that was another big one. So yeah, I guess I'm just in all the fields this week as it comes to a year since I left the dairy. And honestly, like it just some mornings, I just, I don't know. It's weird. It's hard to describe. 
Okay, I'm done jibber-jabbering. I want to thank you guys so much for listening. If you've made it this far, if you are going through anything similar and need someone to talk to, I'm always here um, to listen and to give any advice that I may be able to give. Um, We appreciate you guys listening. If you haven't yet, we'd love if you did a rating and review on Apple Podcasts or Spotify or Facebook, all the things. And you can go ahead and follow us. I am at Becca Hilby on all things. Amber is at Cranberry Chats. And then our podcast is at Forward Farming Podcast. We are also on YouTube. Amber's been doing an awesome job getting those videos uploaded. So we appreciate you guys listening. Thank you so much for listening to me jibber jabber for 25 minutes. And We will see you next week with a very fantastic guest. I'm so excited. Thank you and goodbye.